0: Welcome to Serve Sustain, the podcast that explores the problems in our food system and the entrepreneurs working to
1: solve them. I'm Liv. And I'm Olivia, the English one. Yes, we have the same name, but hopefully Liv and Olivia and our different accents are distinction enough. Together, we hope to show you that through innovation and determination, we can eat better
0: for ourselves and the planet. many people know that america has an obesity epidemic but far fewer are aware of its sugar addiction according to the american heart association men should consume no more than nine teaspoons of sugar every day and women no more than six and yet the average person consumes 17 teaspoons that's more than a third of a cup every single day why is this such a problem because sugar has been linked to a variety of diseases, such as obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and even gout.
1: Now, it's easy and obvious to say that people need to reduce their sugar intake. It's far harder to actually do it though, because the simple fact is people love sugar. Humans are evolutionarily programmed to it. As a species, we struggle with famine for thousands of years. Sweetness indicates that food is highly caloric, and our bodies have developed mechanisms to crave and digest these sweet foods. Also, since our ancestors were uncertain of when their next meal would be, our bodies have developed processes to efficiently store surplus calories as fat. That's right, fat doesn't just come from fat, it can come from eating sugar too.
0: In America today, highly caloric sweet food is anything but scarce. So how can we still indulge in that sweet taste we love, but in moderation? One solution, by enjoying natural sugars, like those in fruit, as opposed to added sugars, like those in a Hershey's bar. Natural sugars occur in foods that typically also have fiber. That combination means that our bodies digest the sugar slower and the food as a whole has a lower glycemic index. Okay, with that brief biology lesson in mind, we now present you Wanna Date.
1: Wanna Date is a line of all date spreads founded by the now 23-year-old Melissa Barteau. It's currently sold in five different flavors, all of which contain 25 calories per tablespoon and at most four ingredients. Best of all, it contains six grams of entirely natural sugar and zero grams of any added. That's right, it's refined sugar-free. This makes
0: Wanna Date an excellent substitute for sugar-laden products. You can use it on toast in lieu of jam or peanut butter, as a sweetener for baked goods, and even as a base for salad dressing. Wanna Date's website features dozens of such recipes for you to explore and to get creative with. No matter how you use Wanna Date, however, you are guaranteed a sweet treat with none of that added sugar. Oh, there we go! There you are. <laughs> oh, we love this. I love all the. Background yeah. Too. yeah.
2: Oh, that's really yeah, the garage, like HQ. I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Where are you right now? Um, literally my house. Like, uh, like in where in the country? Uh Georgia. Cool. Yeah, Kennesaw, Georgia. You guys are in Boston, or
0: um, I'm in Cape Cod, and I'm in nice. Connecticut. Nice. You know, we're I'm I'm hoping to move to Boston, but I think COVID's just
1: cool. throwing everyone yeah. a wrench. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. I was living in New York and then we left because That's we all coop. Really. Oh, right. Yeah, and my apartment's tiny and <laughs> I live with my boyfriend and we're literally like we're going to kill each other if it's just us two for <laughs> four months.
2: Yeah, we're I like know, I packed months. up all my stuff and came here. I was in the city and yeah, wasn't a good place to be at the time. Yeah. Where do you live in the city? I lived in Stytown on 14th and Avenue A and then had my Wanna Date stuff all in Brooklyn in Sunset Park.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to hear about your journey with starting Wanna Date and all the challenges and successes you've had so far with the company. How did you think of the idea to start Wanna Date? Well, my whole life, if you backtrack a little bit, I just been
2: very into like sports and athletics and I played basketball really competitively and that gave me like this super insane work ethic. Um, Like, you know, we we played year round all summer, um, long practices, camps, you name it. And meanwhile, I was the pickiest like eater ever as a kid. Um, Like chicken fingers and french fries were like the basis of my diet. And it wasn't until I went off to NYU for college That I got like immersed into this crazy world of food and healthy food at that. Um, Like Whole Foods didn't exist where I grew up; it was just Kroger's. So, um, meanwhile, there's in New York there were like acai bowl shops and juice presses on every corner and vegan cafes. And I had this unlimited meal plan as a freshman, so I just started trying every healthy food that was in front of me and realized how great they all tasted and meanwhile i was doing workout classes and yoga for the first time and just like felt and looked and had all like better with all this energy and then um i saw dates on instagram once like one of those vegan cool affluent ins- affluential influencers you want to be like and she'd rave about dates and at trader joe's i saw dates for the first time It was like might as well try these things and you know, they're in my RX bars, I like, so they can't taste out bad. And, it, like, uh, dates are so good. So I was like, where have these fruits been all my life? Like, who is just handing me apples and bananas for the last 18 years? And yeah, they were amazing. And I've always been this, like, really observant, intuitive person and noticing trends and whatnot. Um, I think, like, it's called, like, a maven or something is, like, the term. But I just, in that moment, like, knew okay, the same way avocado toast is all over the place and on Instagram and acai bowls, dates were going to be the next like amazing, trendy, awesome thing because they tasted so
0: freaking good. So that's where it all started. So Olivia and I actually never mentioned this, but we both played varsity field hockey in college. So we completely understand like the work ethic. Um, And also Juice Press was my first internship ever. So that's Ah. where I discovered dates.
2: (laughs) Yes, see that's right. Like pretty much the exact same thing.
1: Like Mm -hmm. at a place you never would think. Were you always thinking that maybe one day you'd start a company?
2: I went to New York City with my insane work ethic thinking I just wasted 18 years of my life playing a sport I wasn't going to pursue professionally. So now it's time to like really dive into my future, like start doing work I want to do. And at the time, I thought it was going to be like, ooh, New York City fashion, creative director of some like cool magazine or brand. And I tried that. I interned at Seventeen Magazine. I had a job at Anthropology, which is a clothing store on Fifth Avenue. And I tried a PR internship. I tried a lot. And immediately, uh, by the time I was a sophomore, having gone through those, I knew, okay, I was wrong. Like, it's not fun working in a corporate environment where you care about what you have to like look like and people don't talk to each other, even though they're sitting like right in the same room as you, you're going to email them. And like, it's just not fun at all. So I was like, let me try a startup. And that was my summer of my sophomore year. I was getting all prepared. So I was ready by the time school started. And ironically, the first thing that like pops up on the NYU career page was this healthy coconut cream soft serve that was organic and blah, blah, blah startup. And I was like, cool, I'll try this. And yeah, I just like reached out and it was a startup. So like the founder was like, yeah, we could use your help. Like, come on board. And crazy story, like. There's this food market in New York City called Smorgasburg where like there's ramen burgers and like ube ice cream and just the most insane things. And as soon as I got like the internship with her via email, it was summer still. And she's like, oh my gosh, we just got accepted to this crazy awesome market in the city. Can you like start now? And I was in like Georgia thinking, uh, sure. So I literally drove 13 hours that like next week. To New York, like stayed in Jersey with my aunt and took the train into the city at 5 a.m. every day until I was able to find a sublet, like just one bedroom and an air mattress. And like and just pulled it off. And I walked into this like frozy yogurt shop where they were in the basement, like renting a machine to pull the soft serve out of. And like then no one knew how to use it. it was like, and I I loved it. Oh my gosh, I became the only person who knew how to use the machine. So I was like indispensable and I went from being the unpaid intern to like the operation manager of their tent and I was hiring people and training them and I thought it was the most fun thing ever like being outside in like the hot summer heat of New York and like lines everywhere all this cool food like it felt like being like a basketball player like walking onto the court at game time there's like the audience so in that moment I knew like this is it like. That yeah, that guy that gave me the food industry bug, and that was when I knew okay, I'm gonna be a food entrepreneur one day. Wow,
1: Mm -hmm. I love the smorgasbord. It's like my (laughs) favorite thing to do in the summer. Um, so so great you guys got to stand there.
0: I know. I wonder if I tried that. I feel like I might have not knowingly. (laughs) Yeah, some people have. They're like, "Whoa, that was you?" I'm like, "Yeah." (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then just a question about dates. So I have eaten medjool dates before. When I was at interning at Juice rest, that's what we used, but I saw that you use Deglet Noor. I hope I said that right. Dates, and I was just wondering, what are how are these different than other varieties, and why was this the best fit for your product?
2: Yeah, so Deglet Noor, actually, medjool dates were the first ones I ever tried. Trader Joe sells these like big ones, and when it came time to starting wanna date, and I had the idea. Um, I was just blending it in my dorm room. So I would go to Whole Foods that I lived two blocks from, which was convenient. And in their bulk section, it was two kinds of dates, medjool or deglenor. And the medjool dates have these pit in the middle that you can't blend. So it was. <laughs> but yeah, there's like hundreds. I, I went on to find out like, oh, there are hundreds of varieties like in Europe, and the Middle East, like you could get deep into the details of dates and the varieties um but yeah like the recipe was just like stupid simple like this is what i have to work with cool i'll use it
1: <laughs> right and you started off by blending this up in your dorm room right so yes. like how did you make one a day a reality
2: right so right after that experience with smorgasburg and the soft serve startup um i was like i got to get more into this food industry so my next job was at an acai bowl shop Um, right near NYU's campus and the moment I started at that job like all excited I was going to eat free like acai bowls all day long and smoothies and learn about you know the ins and outs Um, I saw that the acai we served was pre-sweetened with like 15 grams of added sugar and so I was just personally like pissed because there goes the free food I was going to eat like all day long because that's a lot of added sugar it's the same as like a pint of ice cream in terms of the serving size and, you know, meanwhile, we had this crazy menu with, like, every topping you could imagine. When fall came around, we had, like, a pumpkin butter bowl, an apple butter bowl, and our best-selling one had Nutella covered on the top. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, all these people are coming here for breakfast and lunch, getting, like, something healthy, supposedly, but it's covered in Nutella. The acai is pre-sweetened. You, you're, like, not doing yourself a favor at all. And I'm like thinking to myself, is there a way? Like the only thing missing from our menu were dates, really. Like why don't we blend a bowl or a smoothie with dates? And meanwhile, with all these other toppings, is there a date butter that could go on top of the bowls, or like a chocolate date butter that's vegan and not Nutella? But uh, when I started googling that, it didn't exist. And I like went to Whole Foods, and there wasn't anything there. Um, but meanwhile. When you Google date butter, the only thing that does pop up is Pinterest and everyone on Pinterest is like, yeah, just take dates and, you know, cinnamon and a half cup of water, blend it and boom. And I'm like, okay. So I bought a food processor on Amazon and dates at Whole Foods down the street and some cinnamon. And then I ended up adding more flavors and it was the easiest thing to do and tasted kind of like better than actual dates because it's creamy and has the flavors. And everyone at work loved it when I brought in jars. And meanwhile, I had a class starting that fall called um, crowdfunding for Kickstarter and the whole like premises of the class was that you would come up with a business idea and you'd spend the semester creating and drafting an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter campaign for it and then you would film it and you didn't have to launch it at the end of the semester but you would turn it in um, as your final project and given my like overachiever self I was like oh this is great like I'm gonna get a head start on my life even more and like t- pick a business and like make this whole plan for it and You know i'll really launch the campaign and have some money to start it and so i didn't know what my idea was going to be immediately i thought i wanted to do like an acai bowl food truck or something but that would have been too hard to film because i did not have an actual food truck (laughs) so i was like i'll use this date butter idea i can print like some stickers and labels and make it look real kind of so that started it i was when i was like all right i need a name for it i gotta design something and yeah, I came up with the name Wanna Date, I found some guy in the West Village, a nice little Italian man who was willing to print just like a hundred labels instead of a hundred thousand like most people and it just started rolling from there.
0: Olivia and I actually took an entrepreneurship class together and we pitched a
1: crazy idea but it it was, I don't think it was quite feasible. (laughs) Yeah, we came up with a number of ideas. One of them was like video games for the elderly Um, but we didn't know how to make video games and it died quickly, but it was always fun planning them.
0: Um, and then, so I actually came to discover one a day because I am an avid watcher of Shark Tank. So you went on in January, 2020, um, at which point you had $31,000 in sales over 10 months, which is incredible considering you started this out of your dorm room. So You left the tank with a deal with Mark Cuban, who is a vegan, which I had no idea before. So how have you done since and how did that change the momentum? Yeah,
2: uh, life's been insane to say the least. Um, I mean, I've watched every episode since I was like 12 when it started airing. So immediately, as soon as I had the idea and I had a Squarespace up and selling like a jar a week, I went on Shark Tank's website and there's like a rolling application you can apply at anytime. And I immediately did. It was probably 2018 and like October, maybe a month or so after I launched. And like six months later, the next year, I just get a call. I'm like getting on a subway and it's 6 p.m. And I'm like, who's calling from California? And I couldn't even hear them. So I was like, uh, can you call me tomorrow? Because the train is pulling up. And they called me back and it was a producer saying like, hi, we saw your application online. Tell us more about your company. And I was like, oh my God, this is my chance. And I just started selling like, you know, they're producers. So they're looking for like fun ideas. They don't care about your numbers at that point. And I ended up going through a long application process over months and um, getting to the tank where yeah I'd only been in business for 10 months I had 31,000 at that point from just selling at like vegan festivals and Christmas markets and my website um and then like random cafes around the city that like were willing to put a case up in the shelf for me um but it ended up going really well because yeah I made my deal with Mark Cuban and it like closed and everything so he's one of my business partners and airing was the best thing ever we I had more sales like those 48 hours from the episode airing than I did for the 10 months prior. And I mean, now it's, I have all these customers who would never have discovered Wanna Date without it because I mean, I'm just startup with no like, no push behind it. Um, meanwhile, it's started, it takes a long time to get into retail, but it has pushed those conversations faster than I think they would have. So uh, the spreads are going to start in one Whole Foods location in New York Um, that's opening up well today's today's Tuesday July 14th it opens this Friday um, by Hudson Yards so they're going to carry date spreads and if they do well they'll expand them to more stores over time and then I'm pretty sure um, in the next couple of weeks Whole Foods Midwest region is going to carry them as well so
0: we're getting into the stores and things are good That is so exciting. I mean, I'm like you, I love whole foods. You can ask Olivia. I'm the weirdo who would like go and study there, like in the tables in the back of my little brown box. So this is music to my ears. I'm so excited to go in there and be able to purchase it and not just order online.
2: Yeah, it's, it's so exciting. And I mean, that's another benefit of shark tank is like to succeed in retail, you either have to have one of two things, sales and movement and traction or money to keep your space on the shelf even if it's not selling and despite i mean the, the mark cuban shark take money hundred thousand dollars is like nothing in business that's like how much it costs to do a couple of production runs and buy labels and stuff so um having all these followers and new customers and all these people who've been waiting since i aired like six months ago where like what stores you sold it i could finally tell all of them like here it is. Go buy it. Like we got to get this stuff moving off the shelf and it'll hopefully grow from there across the country.
1: Yeah. Well, it seems like it's spreading quickly. Given the current environment with COVID, how has that affected your sales strategy? The timing of everything's been interesting,
2: but um, luckily food isn't essential. So it didn't stop want to date at all. It did kind of shake things up being a New York based company Um, and New York wasn't an easy place to operate out of for a while there but it's it's transitioned and I think will forever have changed the way people grocery shop so I was I'm not in Whole Foods yet and only being online right now has been a benefit because you know no one's been bothering me what stores you sold and they're just going online to buy food it just conveniently worked out that way. Um, and I don't have any employees or crazy overhead or people to lay off. I just have remained lean and focused on what I'm doing and what I could continue to do since Shark Tank. Um, had I gone like crazy big started hiring employees, leasing out places, I would have been screwed.
1: Yeah, that's great to hear that hasn't affected you too much. And having that online base to start, it's, I mean, it's definitely where groceries are moving. Right.
0: Um, And then I saw that you have an ambassador program. I follow you on Instagram. I love that. And I was just wondering where that idea came from. Like, are you hoping to engage a younger audience? I think it's so cool. And just for our listeners, how can they become an ambassador should they want to?
2: Yeah. A lot of the ways I conduct business is what I would want, because I think I am my own customer in so many ways. Um, And I used to love being in New York and having apps for like some of my favorite food places or coffee shops where if I sent my best friend a code um, for $10 off her first purchase, I would get $10 off mine. So I'd be like, Hey, let's go for coffee here. We'll both get $10 off. And we would do that. So when it came time for all an ambassador program, because so many people started, it was weird, they all started DMing me at like the same time. I don't know why, but everyone's like, do you have an ambassador program? And I kept saying no. And I'm like, okay, this is a good time to get one. So yeah, now if you go online, anyone, doesn't matter how many followers you have, um, anybody can just sign up. You'll get a code, like a unique code with your name and a random assortment of numbers. And if you send it to anybody, your mom, your dad, your best friend, or post it on social media, once someone redeems that code, you will be emailed, hey, congrats, like your friend just purchased a Date, here's 20% off. So, yeah, as long as you keep referring your friends with
0: discounts, you'll keep getting discounts, discounts too, and it's a win-win. That's so great. Um, and I was on your website and just looking at all the different ways you can use a Date. So my question for you is, what's your favorite way to use it?
2: Literally just out of the jar because it's the easiest, the fastest, the you know least hassle. And <laughs> but uh, when I'm not being lazy, I make these paleo pancakes where I put date spread on top, and then every morning um, I take a spoonful of either vanilla date spread or the plain original one, and I'll put it in almond milk and then froth it and then put my coffee in, so it's like an unsweetened but sweet because dates vanilla latte. And then, um, yeah, on that note too, like if you've just plucked a spoonful into a smoothie, you get like, you know, the dates and then the cocoa. So it's like two ingredients in one. That's super convenient. Um, and I make a lot of like salads and vegetables and I always just throw a spoonful of the original in there. Cause like it's, it's sautés on like Brussels sprouts, amazing, or like you shake it in your salad. So the salad's not just dry, plain spinach. And yeah, it's, Honestly, oh my gosh, the weirdest combo I just discovered is that the cinnamon date spread on eggs is amazing. Because one day I was eating this like amazing cinnamon raisin toast and I ran out of the bread and I couldn't find it like anywhere. So I was like, I want that cinnamon raisin toast with my like egg sandwich again. But uh, I was like, hmm. so I took regular toast and put cinnamon dates bread on it and then eggs and it's just like sweet and amazing. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's like, the weirdest combo. So yeah, I like sandwiches and Cheese and eggs and all those
1: good stuff. Very versatile. I have a million <laughs> things to try it with now. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. The um, coffee is so smart too because I don't love using artificial sweetener, but I also don't want to pour a big packet of sugar in there. So I'm always like, I don't know what to do. This is, I'm an avid coffee drinker. Absolutely going to adopt that.
1: <laughs> likewise. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So when you're growing the company, did you have any mentors or people you could go to for advice? And how did they support you during the process?
2: Um, I didn't have any mentors. I had the support, thankfully, of my dad, like growing up playing sports. Um, you know, I, I'm sure, well, I wasn't like a favorite of my coach. Let's just say that I worked the hardest, but like never got what I deserved. And, you know, my dad was always there to be like, just keep working. Like, you know, you put the work in, it'll come. So with want to date and business in general, there's a lot of like walls you hit and failures and it's literally just like survival of like the mentally fittest in terms of like, keep going, keep going, figure it out. And so having my dad there, he knows nothing about food business or anything like at all. He like got his like his career at home Depot. So (laughs) he's more into building things, but, uh, he was always there to be like, you got this, Melissa, like, you'll figure it out. Like, you're smart. Like, you could do it. Like, you know, all that stuff that he told me my whole life, basically. So I had my dad and then the Internet. You can, I mean, come on, like, it's 2020. You could find anything on the Internet. It's, it's just a matter of how hard are you willing to Google? Like, are you going to click to page 20 until you find what you're looking for? Because, like, that's what I would do. <laughs>
1: Right. So what has been the biggest challenge you've faced?
2: Um, good question. Because everything and every day, it's just like, all right, what is it going to be today? <laughs> um, I mean, the product itself, if, if you ask any food business owner, whether they make a granola bar, a date spread, a uh, frozen, ready to eat meal or ice cream, food production is hard every batch could go right or wrong. So many things could go right or wrong. Food is so sensitive. It, it, I mean, think about it as a consumer, you know, if you bake something without like whisking it, it's not going to fluff the right way or so many things. So the product is a never ending difficult task because I don't own my own production. I use a co-packer. So it's a matter of like staying on top of my partner's there and making sure we're they're cooking it the right way. Like, and no one they don't know what's right. Like, I have to tell them, and no one cares about wanna date as much as I do. You know, they're being paid to just make date spreads and send them to me. They're not. I'm the one who has to then look at every single jar and tell them like, you did this perfect, great job, or no, 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 this isn't good. I'm not gonna sell this. Like what did you do when you were making it and have to figure it out and then tell them how to do it right, to do it better and constantly improving too. I mean, there's always
0: something to be better. If you were to offer one piece of advice to budding young entrepreneurs like you were, what would that be?
2: Hmm. Well, I've made a lot of mistakes and I'm still making them, (laughs) but I don't know. There's not really good general business advice out there, since every business is so unique in itself that, that every piece of advice has to translate. But I would say, in terms of life in general, you have to just be really tough, driven, and willing to do the work that no one else wants to do, and do it when you don't want to do it, and just like condition yourself to never give up and keep going. Um, like if you don't think you're smart and awesome and can figure anything out and do awesome things, you shouldn't be starting a business. Like you got to change that mindset first. Otherwise, you're going to stop when you hit the first wall. Like, like in sports, like no play is the same. And you just have to be quick on your toes and make fast decisions. And even though you're exhausted, you have to just keep running. And if the scoreboard says like you're losing and the game's almost over, like what are you doing? You have to just like be insane and say, I'm going still, and just keep like busting your butt. And and then when it comes time to like teams, you know, you have to tell them the same thing, like just keep going, never give up. And even then when it looks like you're winning, you just can't sit back and relax, too. Like business is all about just like constant improvement, constant work and you know, you draft strategies and stuff, but when do they ever go as planned? <laughs> you gotta be like, yeah, adjust.
1: Yeah, well, Melissa, you seem extremely driven and relentless. I can't imagine you ever sitting back and being complacent. It sounds like you're constantly thinking of different ways to improve your business and um, how to expand it.
0: Melissa, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure to have you with us today. Ah, thanks, guys. I
2: appreciate it.
0: To try Wanna Date for yourself, you can head to Wanna Date's website to purchase directly from the source, or use their store locator to find a retailer near you. Until next time, happy eating.